0: Mitchell. I hope you guys are enjoying your week so far. I know that I'm having an awesome week, and I truly hope that the same is happening for you. Wow, we are literally um, six days into the new year, and I am just thrilled to be starting the new year off as an entrepreneur. This week has been very busy for me because my daughters went back to school today, and after being out of school for the last couple of weeks for our winter break, It's been a struggle. I kind of got used to them being off winter break because, you know, I could sleep in as long as I wanted to sleep in. They didn't have to go anywhere. And now that they're older, they are a breeze. They just sit down. They talk to me. We watch TV together or they're on their electronics. So, yeah, it's really easy. So, as you can imagine, I spent the beginning part of the week doing hair. Guys, I can actually do box braids now. Yeah, I know, right? I was doing hair. I was washing and organizing clothes, buying snacks for their lunches, and, you know, just the usual things you do to get your kids ready for school. Now, I know I should not be complaining about this, but I did have to get up at 5 o'clock this morning just so I can go get everyone to school on time. And I still had to go to the store this morning to get snacks because some people... Or should I say someone in the house ate up all the snacks? Okay, I'm just going to be real. I don't know who it was. But between my husband and the girls, the snacks were gone. I don't even know who the call for it was. But I do know that by the end of the weekend, all of the snacks that I bought for lunch, not just for lunch, but for the whole week, was gone. This is the reason why I had to get up so early in the morning to get snacks. I am just glad that I was able to get the snacks, come back, pack the kids lunch, get them to, and get them to school on time. Now, the girls did help by packing their own lunch. I pretty much made suggestions because now it's just like, well, I let them pick what they want. And then I'll say something like, oh, you should probably throw a fruit in there. Here are some apples, oranges, bananas, whatever. And then they can put in what they want to do. So that's what happened. I do love the fact, though, that my girls are getting older and they're starting to become responsible Okay, we're working on them becoming responsible little women. And I say this loosely because they will always be my little girls. And they are just like 13, 12, and 10. So, you know, little women is kind of far-fetched. They're still kids. Anyway, that's how my day started. So this week, I'm going to do something that truly terrifies me. And it makes me nervous just to talk about it. But I have decided that this year... I am going to start doing things that terrify me. And one of the things that terrifies me when anything else that I've done or ever think about doing is, guess what? Facebook Live. Okay, you can stop laughing. Now, I know I really set that up like I was doing this big life or death thing, like jumping out of an airplane or doing parachuting or even zip lining or climbing a mountain. But no, it's nothing like that. The thing that terrifies me the most is doing a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live it is but I think it's because of the fact that I'm a little perfectionist. Now you may not know this because things I do are not always perfect but I am a perfectionist. Like I will research things until it's researched out. I'll study how to do things for years before I even try to do them and it's not that I want to learn how to do it because I get the knowledge pretty quickly. I kind of know what I'm doing but it's like I'm afraid to start. So I found myself doing that. It's like I know what I need to do as far as like the things that I want to do for business and all the things that I want to do in my life, I just have not started them. I've researched them, but I just haven't started them. And so doing a Facebook live is one of the things I wanted to do for the podcast, and I want to do it because I feel that. We can get more connected. You can see me, get to know me. I can see you. Well, I can't see you. But you can see me and get to know me, ask me questions. And, you know, I want music and vibes to be like a community where we can come together, we can talk, get good advice, make suggestions, you know, just share what we're dealing with in marriage. And when I say that, I don't mean for it to be like, a pity party where everyone's depressed whatever but we're talking about the great things that we're doing how to make things better and if there's someone who needs extra support you know i want to hear about that too but i want it to be a community of people who are like-minded who want marriages to work want their marriage to be so much better and we're willing to work on it and share what we're doing to make it better that's what i want but i realize that we can't move any further if i don't do facebook lives and here's why Facebook Lives allow us to be more connected, it allows you to have more access to me, rather than me just putting the podcast out every week. Which is good, and I do see a lot of people are listening, but the point still remains. If I want us to be this community of people who can help and share and engage, then Facebook Lives are a must. Even Instagram Lives are a must. So, I've known this for a while, I thought about doing it last year. I even wrote it down on my calendar, but then I kind of chicken out at the end. But what I decided to do, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to do it. It may not be good the first time we do it because I'm just to be honest, I've never. I think I've done it once, but it was my kids' band concert. But I haven't really done one. I've never, like, turned the camera on myself and just did a Facebook Live. So I haven't done a Facebook Live on myself or anything. I have not. I don't even know which way the camera faces, to be totally honest with you. So, yeah, it might be a little challenging, but we're going to get it done. And it may not be perfect, but it's going to be a learning curve the first time. But then after that, I want to try to do it weekly. But I can't start doing it weekly unless I start doing the first one. So, we're going to do the first one, and I'm just going to go for it. So, I'm going to put it out there because I am now accountable to you all who are listening that on Thursday at 1 o'clock Central Standard Time... I will be on the Music and Vibes Facebook page doing a Facebook Live. And what we'll probably do is talk about, um, last week we did um, an episode talking about how we should set relationship goals, and I'm probably going to fill it out and show you guys how to do it if you had any questions. So if you have not listened to that episode, just go back and listen to the episode um, that we did on New Year's, I think it was. I don't, I forgot. What, oh, it's called Be There. And that's when we talk about the relationship goals and everything. I think I even put a little um, link where you could download the relationship goal worksheet. So we're going to go over that tomorrow. And I'm going to work on mine. And we're going to just get that done. And we're going to talk about it. So that is what we will do. And I'm just excited. So if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Then meet me tomorrow, 1 um, o'clock. Well, not tomorrow. Meet me Thursday, Central Standard Time, 1 o'clock. And we'll go over the... Um, worksheet that we that I said that I put out for you guys so we're gonna do that so it's out there I'm accountable I gotta do it so we're gonna do it so guys even though I'm kind of dreading it I'm excited because we're gonna get this done and I'm gonna step outside of my comfort zone and just go for it now I know that there are a lot of you guys who want to do things. Now, yeah, my fair of things I'm afraid to do would be like a Facebook Live or Instagram Live, which is simple, but you may have something like you want to start a business idea, you have something you want to work on, even a hobby that you may want to do, but you just haven't done it because you're afraid to try. So I'm going to say this is our year of not being afraid to try. Anything that we're afraid to try, we're going to let go of that fear and we're going to do it. Because sometimes I do think that in order to live your best life, you're going to have to face your fears and not let it hold you back. Sometimes you're going to have to do things even while you are afraid because you need to do these things. And once you do it, you're going to see it's not the end of the world. It's not scary. Because to be honest, fear is like... One of those instinct, primal instincts that we have to let us know there's danger. But sometimes we let fear stop us from doing things that are not dangerous. So in the sense of danger is around the corner and lurking, fear is a good thing. But in the fe- but in the other on the other hand, like me doing a Facebook live, there's no danger. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? It's like it's it's counterproductive. So I'm gonna face my fear. I'm gonna do a Facebook live. Maybe eventually I'll start doing Instagram lives, but let's go to Facebook and get that down pat first, and then maybe I'll do Instagram. Anyway, if you have anything that you're afraid to do, I just want to encourage you to go ahead and do it. And if you need someone just to listen to what your fear is and to motivate you, I'm going to just say go over to the Music and Vibes Facebook page, message me what you want to do, but what you and that you're tell me what you want to do that you're afraid to do, and I promise to listen. And read, or read the message in this case because, you know, you will be messaging me. And then I'll offer some words of encouragement. And just remember that you are not alone and that you are stronger than your fear. So go over the Music and Vibes and tell me what it is, the Facebook page, and let me know what you're afraid to do this year. I can't wait to hear from you, and I'll talk to you then. All right. podcast i would like to talk about forgiving your spouse now as i said earlier we are in the beginning week or two of the new year and i think that we should start this year out right by doing some work on ourselves now i just hate working on myself because i find that when i work on myself there's always some way i need to grow like without fail there's no matter what i work on no matter what i try to do no matter how much self-assessment there is always something that i need to fix or change or improve about me Now, if I were to be honest with you, I must admit that I like me. (laughs) Like, I really do like myself. I like everything about me. And sometimes, I honestly just don't want to change or even think that I should change. I even like some of the most undesirable traits that I have. And I have a hard time wanting to let them go. Now, here's why. I just feel that the characteristics that I have, all of them, good, bad, ugly, whatever, might benefit me in the future. Now, I know this sounds bad, but hey, I'm just going to be honest with you. Now, on the flip side of this, being a psychology major, which I think was my saving grace, I understand that not all of my characteristics are good. And even though I may want to hold on to some of them, I realize that in order to have a healthy marriage or relationship, I've got to let them go. Even some of those characteristics where... It can be good at work, but maybe not good at home, or good at home, but not good at work. You know, any of those characteristics, like the over-aggressiveness, the dominance, all that stuff that may help you succeed in business and work environment, they're not going to help you succeed at your home. So you have to know, hey, I probably, maybe I need to learn just leave it in this environment, and when I get home, let it go. But there's always learning that you have to do. So for this month, we're going to talk about things that we can either improve in our relationship or things that we need to let go of in our relationships so that we can have a healthy and thriving marriage or relationship. Now, since we're being honest, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I have a hard time forgiving and letting things go. Okay, there, I said it. But I know I'm not the only person out there who feels this way. How do I know? Well, if I were the only person who had a hard time forgiving, then there would be a lot more stable relationships. There would be less fights, less arguments. There would be no more holding grudges. And believe me, the divorce rate will be at an all-time low. Since this is not the case, I know for a fact that I am not the only person who has a hard time forgiving. Sometimes I feel like forgiveness is like a double-edged sword. Like on one hand, it's essential for you to learn how to forgive in your marriage so you can have a healthy marriage, you have have good health, and be healthy and thriving. But then on the other hand, it's difficult to forgive someone, especially your spouse, because your spouse is one of the very few people who can really, really hurt you. Think about it for a moment. Out of everybody that you have relationships with, your spouse is the only person who can give you the most joy and also cause you the most pain. Why is this? Well, it's because they know you. They're the closest people to you. And they know what makes you happy and they know what makes you sad. They know what makes you angry. They know what gets under your skin. They know what makes you tick. They know you. So it's easy for them to do things that would hurt you. And the crazy thing is, sometimes they may not even trying to do it intentionally. Now, I know in arguments, people say they used to hurt each other sometimes, which is not healthy, but it's done. And so that's one way your spouse can hurt you. Or your spouse could just unknowingly be in a selfish mood or whatever. I don't know. But your spouse is the one that can hurt you the most. And they're the ones that can get you upset the most. Like, I know if I do or say certain things, I'm going to make my husband upset. And he knows that if he doesn't say certain things, that he's going to make me upset. We know this because we have been married for almost 15 years. I know what makes him tick. He knows what makes me tick. We know how to get under each other's skin. But on the same token, we both know how to love each other, how to make each other happy. We know how to be there for each other. And so that is how that works out. So your spouse is most likely the person who's going to end up hurting you the most. I'm not making this stuff up. It's true. And I'm not even going from my own experience. I'm going from the experience of friends who've been married for 15 to 20 years. And we have all said that out of all the people in our lives, We all agree that our spouse was the person who made us cry, who like really hurt us the most, not physically or anything, but you know, things that were said or done. And let me just clarify that we are not married to monsters or jerks or even evil people. We're married to men and women who are just human and who are not perfect. Men and women who like us get frustrated and say things out of anger that we honestly do not mean or, and also that we later regret. We're married to men and women who make impulsive and sometimes selfish decisions based off their emotions at that time. And since we are not married to perfect individuals, learning how to forgive them is essential to a marriage relationship. Forgiving takes a lot out of you because it requires you to be able to self-assess and understand that yes, what your spouse did was wrong, but that you have the power to heal by forgiving and not to let it eat you up. And let me just clarify, forgiving someone does not condone or cancel what they did, but forgiving them gives you an opportunity to move forward it also gives you time to heal. Now, I don't know what you're dealing with in your marriage, but if forgiving your spouse is something that you are certainly struggling with, here are five reasons you should forgive your spouse. Number one, health reasons. Did you know that when you hold on to anger and bitterness and unforgiveness that you are literally making yourself sick? I heard someone say once that not forgiving someone is like taking poison to kill somebody else. It's not going to happen because you're just going to kill yourself. So when you are not forgiving someone and you hold on to unforgiveness, all you're doing is holding on to all those emotions. And let's face it, they can make you sick. Now, we all know that stress can have a terrible effect on your health and on your mental state. But so can unforgiveness. When we are unforgiving, it puts our bodies in like an alertive state, like a fight or flight kind of state. Because... We are not forgiving. We can mess up our immune system. It can mess with us emotionally. It can affect us mentally. It can honestly make you sick just not forgiving someone. It can change your perspective. It can do a whole lot of things to you. And if you do not want all these health problems, sickness, if you don't want your immune system to be messed up, if you don't want your mental health to be messed up, and it can mess with your mental health and your psyche, then by all means, you have to forgive. Forgiveness is about you forgiving your spouse. But if you want to be selfish and throw another turn or spin to this, forgiveness is about you. It's about you. It's about you forgiving someone so that you can be okay. It's about forgiving someone so that you can heal. As long as you're holding on to all of that negativity, you are not going to get better. Emotionally, spiritually, or physically, you're going to stay where you are and you could potentially get worse. But if you forgive and let it go, then you are letting yourself heal. And you're not just giving your spouse the gift of forgiveness, you're also giving yourself the gift of healing and restoration. You are helping yourself to heal. Another reason you should forgive is so that you can rebuild trust. Now, I don't know what may have happened. I know that sometimes we need to forgive someone because they lied to us or it could be an affair. It could be a lot of different things. But did you know that forgiving allows you to rebuild trust? And here's why. When you're not forgiving someone, you are constantly suspicious of them. You don't trust them. You think they're up to no good all the time. But when you forgive, forgiving is saying that I forgive you. Let's start over. It's not forgetting what has happened because I don't think we can ever forget what's happened, but we can forgive what has happened and not let it affect us. It's pretty much saying what you did hurt me, but I'm going to forgive you and we're going to move forward in the future. So that allows you to rebuild trust and you're able to rebuild this trust because you forgave them. You're not holding the past against them, which, if you are holding a pass against someone, you haven't forgiven them. So forgiving means you're not holding a pass against them. So you're starting over like it's a whole new thing. It's like you're rebuilding trust. You are getting to know each other again. You're talking more. And it also can help you because you're now discussing things that may have been problems in the past that you were never able to discuss. You're discussing them now because you've forgiven your spouse and you're rebuilding trust. And you're getting to know each other by doing this you're kind of like starting your relationship over again which is point number 4 and i'm just going to jump to that because it goes to point number 2 so when you forgive you are also and you're rebuilding trust you're kind of like starting your relationship over again you are talking about the, your expectations you're talking about things that make you happy sad you are really starting a new relationship but the great thing about it is that you're starting a new relationship with a person that you married and a person that you love and if when both people work together On doing this, there is nothing that can come your way that can destroy your relationship. Forgiveness also helps you with emotional healing. I know sometimes your spouse can do things to you that will like literally just take you out, regardless of what it is. It could be a lot of things. It could be something small, like finances, or it could be something huge. Like I would say a fair, but it could be a lot of huge things that could mess you up. There could be finances can be huge, but whatever it is, it can give you emotional healing. Because sometimes we deal with so many things on so many levels until it can break you emotionally. It can make you depressed. It can make you have anxiety. It can give you so many problems. And by forgiving, we are allowing ourselves to heal. We're taking away the stress of now checking up on our spouse and not trusting them and always trying to go back to prove that what they said they did they actually did. It takes away the distrust because just not trusting your spouse takes a has an emotional toll on your psyche and your well-being. It's like when you don't trust somebody and you're constantly have to look after them and check up on them, you are doing yourself a disservice and it creates a whole bunch of emotional issues and stress that you don't have to have and so when you forgive, what it does is allows you to actually have emotional healing because you don't have the stress of checking up on somebody. You don't have the stress of trying to make sure someone did what they said they were going to do. You don't have that stress. It no longer causes you anxiety because you can't confirm what they said or what they didn't say. So it helps with emotional healing. And then finally, my fifth point is that it protects your marriage from bitterness and resentment. And yes, I said it. Now, I don't care, even if it's something tiny that your spouse did or you feel that in some way he or she has slighted you, disrespected you, or done something that broke your trust. If you do not forgive, even if something small, like small, let's say, all right, here it is. Like one for me would be my pet peeve is like I like to be on time the majority of the time. So if someone says, Kiana, I'm going to pick you up at this time, and they do not pick me up at this time. And they don't call me and tell me what's happening. I get upset. And sometimes I may not forgive you for that. Just like, you could have called. You could have done this. And so I may not say anything at the time. But what it does, it likes it breeds bitterness and resentment. And that's just like me, one small thing that unforgiveness could be a problem in. So I don't know what it is in your marriage. But I know there's that thing in your marriage that you are not forgiving your spouse for, and it's causing you to be bitter toward them. So you no longer see them in that loving way you used to see them because you're angry with them, you are bitter, you probably resent them, you resent their decisions. It is causing a huge problem. And a way to protect your marriage from bitterness and resentment, which can destroy your marriage totally and entirely, is to forgive. Because if you forgive, you let go of the bitterness, you let go of the resentment, and you're now working together To create something beautiful. So these are the five reasons that I have personally set aside and say why you should forgive your spouse. Now there are many more reasons. These are just five out of like thousands. Okay, I just picked the five that thought would help. So these are just five reasons to forgive your spouse. Forgiving is something that we owe not just to our spouse, but we owe it to ourselves. Because if we don't forgive, we are not going to be the best version Of ourselves that we could be for ourselves or for our spouse, and if we are not the best person or the best versions of ourselves for ourselves, then we can't give our spouse the gift of a spouse who understands, who forgives, who's caring, who's loving. Because we are an emotional mess, we can't give to someone what we don't have, or we can't give love if we are empty. And the only way for us not to be empty and to be able to give to our spouse what they need is by allowing ourselves to be able to forgive our spouse and move forward. And here's the thing about forgiveness. Even if your spouse did not ask you to forgive them, There's no reason why you can't forgive them because forgiveness is something that we choose to do. It's not something that you have to beg for. So I've heard a lot of people say, well, I would have forgiven them, but no one asked. They don't have to ask. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is for your mental health. And if you want your marriage to work, forgiveness is something you have to do. And your spouse doesn't have to even ask for forgiveness. I know that sometimes it can be rough being married, but I think at some point, especially when we know our spouse and everything like that, I think it comes a time when we have to make a conscious decision that, you know what, I'm just going to forgive them. And make that decision to forgive. Now, forgiving, does, like I said, does not mean you can donate. Like, if you're in an abusive relationship or physically abusive or mentally or verbally abusive, whatever it is, if it's an abusive relationship, I understand your reasons for resentment and bitterness. I do say that you should definitely leave and get out. And I do say you should also forgive. But forgiving does not mean, oh, it was okay for him to do this to you. No, it was not. And even if it's not abusive, if, if it's a situation that is toxic and not healthy to you, then you should probably let that relationship go. And I say let it go. I still say forgive. You can forgive without contacting people about your forgiving them. You can forgive in the distance. You don't have to be close. It's not an up close and personal kind of thing. Forgiveness is something that you just choose to do for you. And so you can forgive people who have hurt you, even if the relationship was abusive, even if it was toxic. And even if you got out, because I do say if it's toxic and if it is abusive, you have to get out, you have to leave, but you can still forgive. Even if they never call you up and ask for forgiveness, you can forgive on your own merits for what they did and leave it alone because that will bring you healing and help you be your best person. And believe me, you will be ready to be involved in whatever relationship it is that you need to be in if you forgive that person who's really hurt you and you move forward now moving forward does not mean you contact them moving forward does not mean you have to have closure with them no you need closure with yourself you need to forgive and then move forward so that is just why i wanted to say forgiveness is something that can be given even if the person never asked for it even if a person has died and they've hurt you, you can still forgive them because forgiving them is allowing you to heal. So I just wanted to throw that in there that they don't have to ask for forgiveness for you to give it. You can still forgive your spouse. Now, today I'm going to end with, I just want to encourage you guys to begin healing yourself by forgiving your spouse. Give them that gift of forgiveness, that gift that they need from you. Because forgiving someone is a gift. It's not something that people can ask, well, something people ask for, but I just think when we forgive someone, we're giving them grace. We're giving them a gift that's saying, you know what? I understand what you did was wrong, but I'm going to forgive you because I love you. I'm going to forgive you because we need to get over this and we need to move forward. And that is why it is important to forgive your spouse. So today I'm just going to encourage you, if there is something that your spouse did to you or something that you're still holding on to, some resentment, some bitterness, try forgiving them and let's see what happens. I guarantee this will make this year a better year. The stress will be gone, the anxiety, the bitterness, all that stuff that goes along with being angry and upset will go away. Your health will even improve, believe me. (laughs) You will feel so much better if you just make that conscious choice to forgive your spouse. Now the song we're going to listen to today is called Why Should I Forgive You? And it's about a woman who's trying to find a reason to forgive her spouse. So here's the song, Why Should I Forgive You? We've been with this
1: before you break my heart I come back for more. It's all Tee! this
0: podcast today I would like to thank Anique Music for their sponsorship of Music and Vibes. Anique Music is the publishing company that's responsible for all of the music heard here on the show so thank you so much Anique Music for your continued support. I will also like to take this time to thank you for spending time with me each week and especially today because without you there would be no Music and Vibes so thank you thank you thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend time with me. I just want to remind you guys, if you have not already done this, just head over to Apple Music and subscribe to the podcast. And while you are there, feel free to leave a review. This year, Music and Vibes are going to be doing so many exciting things. And in order for you to stay up to date with all of the things that are going to be going on, I need you to subscribe to the show. I'm going to make this easy for you. I'm going to put the link to subscribe to the show um, in the show notes. So, once you click on a link, it'll take you to a page, um, and you'll see a subscribe button, like probably somewhere in the left-hand corner, and just press that button and subscribe to the show wherever. So that wherever you listen to podcasts, it'll come up. And I want you to do this because first, you'll be able to receive the podcast weekly. I let it come out every two, every Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> most of the time it's every Wednesday. If there's a change in the schedule, I typically will go to. The Facebook page, so that's why it's important for you to go to the Facebook page. Visit it every now and then because there's a change in the schedule, I'll post it on the Facebook page and let you know either when it's coming out or give you a link for you to listen to that week's episode. So go subscribe. We're going to be doing so many great things, and I want you to be a part of it. So go subscribe so that you can be kept up to date with what's happening on music and vibes. Now, if you have enjoyed this week's episode of the podcast, then I would really, truly appreciate it if you would send this week's episode to a friend. So share it with a friend. If there is an older episode you think a friend might like, then go by all means share that as well. Because by you sharing, you are helping us to build our community. So go share this podcast episode with a friend. Now, if you want to hear older episodes of Music and Vibes, you can find that on Apple Music or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, You can also just go over to our website, which is musicandvibes.com. I'm going to try to remember to put this in the show notes. If I forget or if I didn't do it, somebody head over to the um, Facebook page and remind me, and then I I can just put the link out to you. But I'm going to try to put it um, in the show notes. So I'm going to do that. And guys, listen, anytime you feel like you want to connect with me, just go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and message me. And I will definitely answer your message. Or you can just find me on Instagram. And I think our handle there is Music and Vibes. Leave me a DM and I'll answer you if you leave me a DM. Um, I think that's all for now. So until we talk again, guys, have an amazing day and have a wonderful week. Bye.